I go to a different world, right? I put on wrestling tights and I climb parts of my apartment. Hey Roaches, I'm Todd Tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Another edition of Thrifty Podcast Secondhand Shopping for Worm People. I'm your host, Toddy, and this week I'm with, once again, the best co-host in the world, Josh Last Call Larkin. And moods are high this evening. How you doing, Josh? Doing well. How the fuck are you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty okay, and slightly, what, right before we went to tape, I always discuss how uh, uh, that different uh, different uh, things uh, affect me. The things I do before the podcast usually affect how I sound. And today I did a few things of whiskey, and I think my voice is unparalleled. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be raised up a little bit this week. Whiskey loosens up those vocal cords. I get a little deeper. You get a little higher. We meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I'm like sitting up in my chair a little bit more. Sometimes I'm slumped over. Perfect posture is a weird side effect of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, on it's you. like uh, that's why it's a problem. Because yeah. sometimes like I effective I effectively act more effective when I do that. And that's like a danger sign. That's not what should happen. They always say the best, uh, the best cure for scoliosis is whiskey. I've heard that before. Um, but, uh, yeah, so first and foremost, before we forget, uh, there's a big announcement coming next month as far as Thrifty Podcast is concerned. So if you listen to episodes straight through or if you skip around or if you're even new to the show, maybe this is your first episode – Whatever you do, if you listen to this and you're, you're allowed to skip the next couple, but definitely the first couple of weeks of August, pay attention. We have a cool thing coming up we want to tell you about. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So we've got mm-hmm. some things in the pipeline. We, we said a while back it was going to be a hot summer. But we had no idea that, that things, we'd be this sunburned. Things literally, are, physically, I'm sunburned. You do have a weird forehead line, yeah. Let's talk about that before we get into our thrift haul this evening, which of course we have for you. Uh, last today we tape on. Th- we, we this is a Thursday taping, so I believe it was Saturday. I was flip flopping my bang bang on the street corner, selling some vintage shirts and sweatshirts and hats and all that kind of stuff. And it was a reseller's market type deal. And I saw some folks without shirts. 
So I was like, like wearing no shirts whatsoever. They were wearing like no shirts, just shorts. And it was a bright sunny day in Pittsburgh, which were it's a, it's rare. And so I saw them without shirt, without their shirt on, and I was like, well, I think we're gonna be okay. I don't think anything. If that person doesn't have a shirt on, I could wear a tank top. I'll tell you what, I got sun poisoning last that last weekend. See, and that's as an adult. I don't want to give you the suntan lotion lecture, but mm-hmm. you've got to protect yourself, brother. You're use protection. I don't want to say you're a fair-skinned boy, but you're we all not, know it is. We all know that's true. Your skin is, yeah, not the toughest part of you. When I saw, I saw my sister this past week, and she always, because she just like suntans like nonstop. Just one of those people that it's just like, let's do hot dog color. Like, I want hot dog color. I would love to be a piece of leather by September. Like, and I love my, I love my sister to death, but she always, like, looks at my skin, and it's always like, you're, you're, like, super pale. And she always uses this phrase, like, this is tan for you. Like, so maybe not tan, but she always goes, like, well, for you. You have a color. For you, it's something. And when I saw her this past week, she saw that I was beet red, uh, so when I was in the sun, I was wearing a backwards hat, and my sun, my, my skin burned to a crisp, so I had a nice uh, backwards hat line, which almost a week later I still have, so you could assume what it looked like day of. And so for this whole week, I've had to wear a backwards hat, the same backwards hat in the same style, in the same position to cover up that line. So this is actually the first day where I've been free of hats. I'm free of hats today, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to show off my forehead line to who any, for everyone. I don't give a freak at this point. You let the mane loose and just let it all flow, but I'm always worried when you're in the sun because I know you can't wear sunglasses because— I wear glasses, and I'm basically—I can't, I can't see. You have the vision of, like, a 23-year-old dog. Yeah, yeah. you just have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. If your glasses are off, you are fucked. That's and like, good. I know you can't, like—and I'm always worried. Like, I don't know the science of it, but, like, I don't want your eyeballs to, like, get burned out like they're ants on a sidewalk it's gonna happen right at some point you know that i get that you've been with me because i have like like pretty thick glasses and people have asked me like can i try those on are those real and i'm like i i'm sorry i never thought about it like yeah they are real i they are thick i guess yeah we did some whiskey before we started recording but like if i put your glasses on i'm immediately drunk you're gonna yeah you're gonna probably throw up but uh, again, before we get to the thrift haul, I want to get to a couple of different things. Uh, so we have uh, a PodCoin community, our new mobile app that uh, PodCoin has been pretty gracious to us. We were trending this week. We were in the top 10 podcasts listened to on PodCoin, I believe it was. So thank you to everybody who is listening and we almost forgot last week because we always want to do a new thing where we uh, give a PodCoin listener a shout-out. So I put it in the commercials. But um, straight off the bat, we want to give a PodCoin shout-out to – is it Adriana? Adriana. Adriana. I, Adriana. Adriana. It's spelled, so if the pronunciation's a little off, we apologize. But, but Adriana uh, listened to – a bunch of episodes on PodCoin this week ran all the way through. So if that's you and by chance you have listened to this episode, 
Welcome to uh, Thrifty Podcast. Thank you. Big W's up. Throw those W's up for yeah, you. If Welcome. You, if you go all the way back to the Tucson episode, you get the big W. That's what I saw. I had saw on your phone that way back when I was in Tucson recording the show, got a little, uh, that's where uh, they started. So very cool. Um, as always, I'm going to tell you to watch the YouTube. Josh and I were just talking about this today. Watch the dang YouTube. It has thrift hauls on it. I have a bunch of fun with it, so please give it a go. The numbers suck. Get on that shit. If you like Thrifty, watch that. Watch the YouTube for me. And also, of course, uh, there's also iTunes and Spotify. Five stars on iTunes. And if you have Spotify, check it out. You don't even have to subscribe to the show. You could just go on Spotify and type us in. Yeah, and if you have music that you want us to feature on the YouTube. Great point. Send it over. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, Anything. Twitter, email, whatever. Instagram. Yeah, we're on the IG, as the IG. kids call it. Yeah, so if you have a, a song that, uh, if you've seen one of our Thrift Hall videos before, we'd like to put some music behind it. As Josh said, send us over some music. We'd love to put it in our videos. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to our thrift haul this week. And uh, we've had a few, the couple, the, the past couple of weeks have been a bit dry, but we've also had some like weird and interesting things the past couple of weeks. But this week we have a straight up pretty good thrift haul. Yeah, it was a nice day. We got some good deals. I didn't spend more than $2, and I walked out no of there. No kidding. Yeah, I actually I rounded up to $2. Oh, well, God bless you. It's <laughs> only because these new shorts I bought for summer are too tight to fit change in the pockets. <laughs> so uh, just here it is, it throwing just, it out. Please take it. Uh, so, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff, I would say. Compared to the last few weeks, I would say we came away as wealthy gentlemen. Yeah, I'd say the past two weeks' hauls combined were probably as good as this week's haul. So it, it took a few weeks to even like compare to this week's haul. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, my therapist says we shouldn't shit on things we do anymore, but I'm excited for this week compared to the last shitty weeks. I, I think my therapist may listen to the show. And if you do, we don't got to talk about it. Thank you. That's all I'll say. Thank you. We don't got to talk about it in session. I made sure I picked a therapist who is old enough to not understand technology mm -hmm. so they can't, like, snoop on anything that I do yeah. online or, yeah. like, look me up. They don't fucking know how to work a computer. Awesome. That's awesome. But you are on uh, not only the computer but on mo multiple social media platforms, and I have heard there's been an official change to your social media. <laughs> official change. We made late late breaking five minutes before the show. I heard this. We made the switch. You uh, you you coined the gimmick for me of last call Larkin. Uh, so that's what it is on Twitter now. Yeah. Uh, it's not some weird old inside obscure thing. It's, it's a new weird old inside thing. Exactly. <laughs> a new one. <laughs> yeah, and we've we've made over the gimmick, so my online Twitter persona is the the last call Larkin now. The tweener and the twink is that, what we may be called. That's gonna be our new buddy cop movie based mostly off of Turner and Hooch. Mm, that would be that would be sick. So let's get into our thrift haul. To start everything off, the first things we're going to be going over this week, I have a haul of three VHS tapes, and uh, you got to be kidding me with this, and the answer is no, I'm not kidding. We're looking at three Elvin and the Chipmunks 
VHS tapes. Now, each tape is a different episode, and each of these episodes are in season eight of the show. Now, season eight. Season eight of Elvin and the Chipmunks. Now, a little background background on the Chipmunks. Background on Elvin. So the show ran for seven successful seasons. Now, <laughs> and then season eight. Season eight happened, and at the time the ratings were declining. And honestly, most thought it's not for the lack of uh, uh, product. It's just. Seven seasons of Chipmunk Boys are probably with a human dad is probably fine. What year is season eight in? Nineteen ninety. Okay. So Nineteen ninety. So season eight was the final Chipmunk season. Alvin and the Chipmunks. They had a lot of Chipmunk based content. Like this is concurrent to Chip and Dale. Chip as and well. Dale. So like, all mm-hmm. right. So, yeah. 1990. 1990. So, each episode of season eight was a spoof of a film because after seven seasons, ratings were declining. They're like, we need something to keep these chipmunk boys and their human father on the air. So, they said, let's spoof this. So, the three tapes I'm looking at, each tape is a different episode. The first one we're going to look at is... Batmunk, and what you could assume Batmunk is, it is a parody of Batman. I'm really surprised there weren't more lawsuits because not only were the Muppet Babies doing everything they could to rip off movie projects without license. You got the Chipmunks doing it. But now the Chipmunks jump on this too. Uh, but the, uh, the entry for the episode is Season 8, Episode 4. It aired in September... 29th, 1990, when a rash of toy thefts rocked the city, Batmunk Simon faces Batmunk Elvin. They face each other? The two Batmunks face each other. That's not how Batman works at all. Not how Batman works at all. I mean, it did later, but not in 1990. And who is, uh, who's the other one? Uh, Elvin, Theodore... In Simon. No, I know their names, but I mean, if the two of them are Batmunk... What's Teddy doing? Yeah, what's... <laughs> what's Teddy doing? Is he the Joker? Is he, like, Teddy Penguin? Well, the back of the tape reads, This adventure is only on video! Exclamation mark. Elvin and the Chipmunks put a high-flying new spin on one of the biggest box office hits of all time. Wink. Batmunk is a thrilling adventure that'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Dot 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 with laughter. Oh, the triple, the triple ellipsis. Laughter. Mm-hmm. Simon, in the most heroic role of his long brainy career, plays the cape crime fighter to the mischievous Alvin's hilarity villainous jokester. Oh. So apparently, Alvin turns heel. And from he goes from Batmunk Elvin to Jokester. And so that's the- what happens in this freaking tape. I really hope that Theodore is just Commissioner Gordon. Dude, Theodore is Commissioner Gordon. They give him a big broom mustache. Why was Elvin always so, like, just, like, mischievous and, like, kind of weird? That's actually my favorite episode of Alvin and the Chipmunks is the one where Alvin gets everybody in trouble. 
and then uh, they have I to. I never heard of this one. Oh, he like he messes up and everything goes awry, mm-hmm. and then the other two chipmunks have to bail him out, and then the human is really upset. Dang, yeah, because like he was always like the bad boy chipmunk of the group. He was like Dennis the Menace, only a chipmunk. They had like their little like girlfriend chipmunks, mm-hmm. which was like really weird because they're kids and they were all doppelgangers of mm-hmm. each other. So like, and they just wore giant turtlenecks. The yeah, they were all in like weird cult tunics. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what that was, but the second tape we're looking at is from season eight, episode five. So the next episode that aired on October sixth, nineteen ninety. We are looking at Daytona Jones and the Pearl of Wisdom. The liner notes, Elvin and the Chipmunks seek a pearl of mighty wisdom. Oh, this one looks racist. Is it? If you check the bottom left corner bottom on left the corner. Uh, box art there. Oh, okay, cool. Some racism pops up. Yeah. Great. Well, and I, there's also what you'd probably assume to be a ninja. If you've never seen a racist picture of a chipmunk, you that's, should probably pick up this VHS. Yeah, if you're out there and uh, that's an interest of yours, Elvin and the Chipmunks go to the movies, Daytona Jones and the Pearl of Wisdom, check out the racism on the box art. So that's a pretty cool it's one. It's probably throughout the movie. If it's on, I'm sure. I mean, he's a he looks like a major character in the film. He's one of the three Chipmunks. If you're into racisms, I'd say pick it up. No, pick I mean, it up. The rest of it's probably innocent, but if you yeah. just blur them out the whole time. Uh, the next the next tape we have, tape number three, we have Robomonk. So, so far we had a Batman parody, an Indiana Jones parody, and now we're going for a Robocop parody. See, this is the one I'm probably the most excited for because... There's only one good guy in RoboCop, really. Mm-hmm. And it's, spoiler alert, it, the RoboCop is, like, the only good guy. But the back picture of, uh, I believe that's uh, Theodore with the pig. Yes, it is. Where he's got, Theodore looks like he plays the evil corporate guy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to, with a pig, he's lo- on the back cover, uh, He's definitely looks like a 90s villain. And he's rubbing his hands together like a fly. There's a pig looking on. And on the back it has property values. And it's just a bar graph going all the way down. And, and he's got the slicked back hair. And uh, true story, when I met Luke Harper, uh, you know how I slick back my hair kind of yeah. sort of. Luke Harper looked at me and went, oh, no, no. You can never trust a guy with slicked back hair. And that was my uh, introduction to intercontinental champion Luke Harper. Well, the tweener. Yeah, Betweener, the last slick, call. Slick back hair, you, it's always the, the villain. The villain. So, Robomonk, Robomonk was Season 8, Episode 7. So, what makes me think... Uh, so, Batmonk was Episode 4. Daytona Jones was Episode 5. And Robomonk was Episode 7. I bet Episode 6 was there, and I didn't find it. Uh, maybe. I bet in this... I don't know all the episodes they made and what movies they parodied Same. that season. But I guarantee they fucked with Back to the Future. Back to the Future was fucked with. I know that. Um, Star Trek was fucked with. I know that. I can do it without Star Trek. Uh, so the liner notes read, and by the way, this was uh, this aired October twentieth, nineteen ninety. The liner notes. The liner notes read, Elvin pretends he is a robotic cop from the future that is part chipmunk, part machine, 
And all cop. <laughs> and all cop. That's the best. Oh, the, dude, yeah. He's not half robot, half cop. Cop chipmunks. He's uh, co- If we come to a world where police are chipmunks, I might actually like the police. Yeah, that might be a good way. Um, at the Goodwill outlet today, while we were digging around for this week's thrift haul, we found a military animals book as well. Now, we didn't purchase it. But you could definitely check it out on the YouTube in the thrift haul video, baby. We just <laughs> looked at each other, frowned, laughed, and gave it a thumbs down. Um, do you want me to go over my second piece? Do you want to hop in on yours? What do you want to do? Uh, I think we should bring up Tom Cruise. Yeah, this yeah, week. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So set this up. So this is uh, an action figure from 1990, and uh, it's a little guy. He's wearing some, you know, like the 90s stonewashed denim jeans. Black shoes, socks. He's holding a microphone, like clean cut with kind of my haircut. Sort of, yeah. And he's got a like an, an airplane, blue airplane jacket. He looks like Tom Cruise with a microphone and jeans. That's what I picked it up. And I said to you, I said, is this, a, is this an action figure of Tom Cruise singing You've Lost That Loving Feeling mm-hmm. in, uh, in Top Gun? And it's not, unfortunately. It's not? It's from the probably the most popular thing from the eighteen or the nineteen eighty nine nineteen ninety era. So same same era as the Alvin tapes, Alvin and Chipmunk tapes, sort of. This is actually an action figure of Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block. Nah. Yes. Uh, so they, it's not Tom Cruise. It is jo- not Tom. It looks exactly like Tom Cruise in that scene, like wearing the Air Force or the, wow. the Top Gun jacket. But it's Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block. That's so crazy. I, I remember. Uh, so I'm 31. So in my teens, I remember that Brandon McKnight from that band did that song by the Ferris wheel that like that. Baby, you know I can give it to you. So that was my first New Kids on the Block memory. But my sister loved New Kids on the Block. That's what that is? That's exactly what that is, yeah. Uh, I had to do not a whole lot of research. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's the only... White guy, microphone with jeans, boom. Well, I just typed in the the manufacturer here, the 1990. It's a big step productions action figure mm. and i think that's like the company that put them over so they yeah, made let me check it out so like this is not tom cruise this is a new kids on the block yes uh jonathan not the other night not jordan yeah. uh the two yeah. brothers famous for uh being probably like this <laughs> well this guy being these people uh to give them credit like they were uh they were ahead of like that i remember i wasn't into new kids on the block but mm-hmm. i watched oprah a lot mm-hmm. as a kid it was like i don't know it was a thing i did after i got home from school Oprah's yeah, yeah, always yeah. On it was like, like on at like 3 30 p.m eastern time yeah she was yeah. on yeah like 3 34 o'clock yeah. on wgn and so i'd I put her on that. yeah and uh I remember one time the two new kids on the block were on there talking about like their anxiety and their depression. Really? And I was just like, it was the first time that I was like, wait a second. That's maybe, a, maybe. So new kids on the block is where you heard of what you suffer from from. <laughs> that was honest to God. My first introduction to like a name on the mental illnesses that were later present. Yes. You're like Oprah told me something oprah and the new kids helped me recognize my mental illness and cope with it way before therapy ever did do you know that dr phil 
which I originally, I don't know if it's sacrilegious to say Dr. Phil was a spinoff of Oprah, but do you know Dr. Phil still is a daily thing on some people's television? They are still Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil still does things. I think that uh, that fucker uh, Dr. Oz is the same way. Mm-hmm. And, like, Oprah, give her credit, but, like... Oprah's great. The what, vampire yeah. squid tentacles that she has reached out in the television world are poisonous individuals. She was pure, and then, like, she just... Yeah. The yeah. farther you reach for the money, the the, the <laughs> more you slime. Yeah. Slug your way. Yeah. The more you get into sludge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not as bad as being a chipmunk cop. Um, that's for sure. I'll go into my next fine. I'll go into my next fine. Um, now, when I found this, when we were at the Goodwill outlet, it wasn't in a new bin. It was in a leftover bin, and there was a bunch of, like, framed posters and all kinds of stuff in it. And what I had found, I even, like, and I don't usually like to uh, uh, put exclamation marks on what, like, scream at the Goodwill outlet because I don't want anybody to know what I'm finding, especially if, like, I'm piecing something together. But I was like, dude, check this out. You were very giddy over this find. And it, uh, maybe it, it, it's especially cool to me, I'm sure. Obviously not to NFL fans, which I totally get. But this is a Seagram's Coolers Super Tickets poster. And what it features is 24 years of the Super Bowl. Now, it starts from the 1966-1967 uh, ni- uh, season and ends in 1989. Now, what it is, it's it's decently tall. It's probably half the size of me, tall-wise. And it is a giant poster depicting actual Super Bowl tickets from the first 23 Super Bowls. And then in the center of it, it has like a Seagram's Cooler Super Tickets, like so you know what you're looking at. It, and it's sick as hell. It lays it out, and yeah, it's... You can see that they didn't call it the Super Bowl until the fourth year. That's a great point. But I think the most curious thing about it is that I don't know why Seagram's Cooler is the sponsor for the poster. And they like, got an idea. They weren't around for – I don't know that Seagram's Coolers uh, – It was the coolers were the hot thing like in the 89 era when this came out. Yes, and yeah, that's it. That's it. So this was actually from 1989, so it is vintage, and it came framed – it has a nice uh, uh, sheet of uh, plastic or glass on the front of it. I think it's very thin glass, which I got to watch out for. But this is going to be one of the centerpieces for the pop-up shop that I'm putting together with friend of the show Shane Becker. And so the thrifty gift shop is not only on Instagram; it's on eBay. But there's going to be a minor kind of secret by appointment only pop-up shop in a location that I definitely know and am familiar with. Yeah, if you've ever been uh, around the Tolma. Yes, if you ever if you ever went to any of the live shows, the podcast night at the Tolma, their uh, live shows at my uh, well at where I live. 
you'll probably know where the pop-up shop is then. <laughs> if you don't and you're in the area and you want to swing through the... I'll probably tell you where it is. The thrifty gift shop. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, uh, it should be... It should be... So um, we're taping on a Thursday. Uh, Sunday, when the episode goes up that day, I will be doing inventory because I sell... I resell stuff out of my house out of plastic bins. Well, I'm done with that. No, that's a lie. I'm not done with that. But for clothes, I'm specifically done with that. In addition to that. In addition. That's the word. In addition to that, uh, me and at least one to two to three other people are going to have stuff in a location. So if you're around the East Coast area or Pittsburgh area, there's going to be a thrifty pop-up shop. And we're going to call it the Brick Body Kids. Yeah, the brick body kids still daydream. There'll be some hot clothes in there. There mm-hmm. might be some kitchenware in there. Kitchenware, headwear in there. Some, some Josh hats. Oh yeah, the vintage hat collection. Josh hats will be in there. If you want to join the Red Hat Society, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to be one of the Red Hat, normalizing ladies, the Red Hat again. If you want to bring it back, there'll be some hats in the thrifty gift shop, and I'm really excited of all the things that. We've done of all the little side mm-hmm. shit, the thrifty thons, the events. Mm-hmm. This I think I'm the most excited for because it's going to be dope whether people are there or not. Yeah, and that's the thing. It could sink. It could swim. But at the end of the day, uh, a nice little pop-up shop might give me even more things to do. Going to be a, d- a pizza delivery boy for the second time in my life, too. I'm going to do that just for just to do it. And while you're in the uh, the thrifty gift shop, if you want to bounce in and get trounced in NBA Jam. That'll be there to do. Toddy and I are the two best players in NBA Jam that college I know. College Slam, which I've tried to sell Josh on, is College Slam, which is, yeah, sure, we'll bring it up. It's also another thrift find. It's for Sega. And NBA Jam, for fans of NBA Jam... Um, that's uh, the National Basketball Association. So professional basketball. NBA Jam was two on two, basically just like it was like blitz football for basketball before blitz existed. So you just like mess each other up. You have turbo, go for the three pointers all the time. Well, College Slam is a more like sophisticated version of that. And maybe uh, Josh and I could get to, to play in it, but that's also something that was a part of the what whole. What year did uh, College Slam come out? Um, I believe it was 1995. I don't have the box in front of me. But, okay. Um, right. well, I'm okay with that. I mean, it like, came out. It came out a couple years after NBA Jam. All right. So I think if I and, and again I don't have any of the notes or anything in front of me, but I think NBA Jam one came out in '93. I think two which we talked about, I think that was 95, and I think College Slam was also 95. Could that be makes wrong. sense, because that's when they were doing, like, tournament edition after that. You and got the it. spinoffs on yeah. things. And I'm okay with that. Like, you know, uh, I'm always the Pistons in NBA Jam. That's the one qualification I have to play NBA Jam. That's my team. Gotta be uh, them, Detroit Pistons. It's like There's a reason why, and I definitely know it. I'm not a religious man, but the Pistons <laughs> as a basketball team. As close as possible. Are as close <laughs> as I get to it. Uh, and then, like, so if we're going to play College Slam, I've got to go with the, the Wolverines. Mm. Uh, and that that was my team. That's why basketball was so big in Michigan. Yeah. We had the Pistons, we had the Fab Five, and we would just trounce anybody, which I, I proved. I like, on College Slam, I like to be Georgia Tech couple of reasons first off they got a kid that could bang out those threes on there 
You're a three-point lover. <laughs> you tried to bring in the ringer on NBA Jam. Didn't work. No, it didn't work. Um, so that's it. Well, my game plan, and I think it's no secret, is what I like to do is I like to be the three-point shooter on the outside, and my two guy, the guy I pick is my CPU who plays with me, I liked him to be a big rebound guy. So I basically attempt to score every basket for the team, and he's there as the rebound fodder. So he is... He he's is, your... In my world, he's your Bill Lambeer. He, he's my Bill Lambeer, and so he is major rebound fodder, and then he just kicks out the ball, and sometimes I miss from three points, like two, three times, but if you have a good rebounder, he could grab that ball, kick it back out, kick it back out, kick it back out. That's a good strategy, and when all else fails, you just shove them. Shove them. Shove them hard, yes. Which is a legitimate and well-proven strategy in mm-hmm. NBA Jam. Uh, before we go to commercial, do we have any other things that we want to go over? Uh, we you do. You want to go over your book? Yeah, we've cool. got a uh, – this is a big boy. This is a uh, – Very cool to see in person, by the way. This is – I've got a thing, of course, I think longtime listeners and even first time, depending on where you picked up, or second time, I guess, uh, would know that I've got a thing for the books in the bins because they're insanely cheap. And this is actually a 2000 illustrated edition of The Lord of the Rings in German. Mm, uh, so uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes, and it's got the red tinted pages, red cover, and the Eye of Sauron on the oh, front. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. So, yeah, so the whole thing looks like it's glowing red. And then it's got illustrations on every chapter beginning and for the first couple pages to set up the story. Now, uh, while we were at the Good Goodwill outlet collecting the haul, when you had found this in the bin and put it in in the cart, I wanted to get a video of you finding it, but unfortunately my battery died on my Handycam, so I had to get another battery, and I took a, uh, some video of it in the cart. But yes, if you flip through the pages, there's very interesting illustrations on, uh, is it every chapter it looks like? Every chapter, yeah. The start. Every chapter beginning. Yeah, and you didn't actually miss much without filming it because this one I actually found laying on one of the couches in the oh, back. Oh, okay, it, so. Somebody had picked it up and then just tossed it aside on one of the many, many couches. I'm interested if... Uh, so there's like a, uh, what would you call this? Like a sleeve cover? There's like a protectant cover it's on the, it? It's, yeah, it's a dust jacket. Dust jacket. That's the that's the words. Oh, so it's just plain. So if you take the dust jacket off, it's just a plain It's red. just still all red. Yeah, they really went like minimal. It has on, it's got two uh, of the little like uh, ribbon guides. Ribbon yeah. bookmarks in it too. So this is actually, yeah, this is pretty cool. If any of the listeners speak German... I do not. Uh, if you well, not necessarily speak. If you read yes. German, yeah, uh, you could read it too. I don't, and I don't know anybody who does. There's so got to be somebody out there. Hit mm. me up, Last Call Larkin on Twitter. <laughs> At Last Call Larkin on on social media, the tide has turned. That and yeah, we'll put that over. We'll put the retro games over. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah, if you like the retro games, stick around. That's a uh, yeah. That's, That's something uh, that cool announcement. possibly coming up has to deal with that. But I believe that was our thri- – oh, you know what? Before I do that, before I do that, false pretense. I have one more thing I wanted to get go over today. 
And um, it's not super important to the thrift haul, but super important to one of my many personas that I do portray. So what I'm looking at in front of me, it's an article of clothing. It's a, uh, would you say like a bright blue, like almost like an aqua blue? I was going to say I was surprised you forgot about it because it's the brightest thing in the room. It is very bright blue. And um, it's a vintage blue tank top. Um, Nothing on the front. Or am I lying? Is there something on the front? No, there's nothing on the front. On the back, we have a, uh, it's in purple, it's in red, it's in orange, it's in two colors of green. You have a uh, mountain climber, and it says, climbing time. Now, you may or may not be familiar, but have you ever heard of the one, the only, climb time before? No, I've never heard of climb time, although that makes sense. Now that I know it's a climbing shirt, that explains why there's nothing on the front. Mm-hmm. Because your tits to rock when yes. you're climbing. Yes, that's absolutely correct. So climb time is a persona that I only bust out on rare occasion. And what climb time does is I go to a different world, right? I put on wrestling tights and I climb parts of my apartment. I have <laughs> yes that's that's you know called what? something that's called climb time I have seen climb time and I have a, a counter to climb time mm-hmm. it's different and I only do it in relationships but I will roll around the house naked in a comedic like fat ninja Chris Farley way uh-huh and that's just naked ninja oh, so okay, okay naked okay. ninja and climb time I can totally relate to climb time it's way less gross than naked ninja yeah um so yeah climb time um, really started so last summer was garbage the show almost ended that's for sure Um it yeah, was just we were, terrible for me. We, yeah. Personally, it was the worst. <laughs> Being children of the 80s, we did what anybody we would, would do. And after we almost burned it all down, after yeah. everything we were on our last hope almost gave up the show entirely. Yeah. And then we threw like a fundraiser rally. Mm-hmm. And there were baked goods and sold items and bands. All kinds of stuff. Danny put it into a montage. Danny Behar, who did the video on that, uh, Thriftathon. The dopest Instagram out there. Danny Behar on Instagram. I don't know what his Instagram is, but find him through Thrifty's Instagram. Danny Behar is great. Um, but Climb Time came to me, and when I was in a, a, a absolute, I mean, I feel like I'm still in a dark place, but this was like, we're talking the, 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 the pits. And so what I used to do is, uh, last summer, I used to get just all hopped up on something and start climbing things in my apartment. And then there's an archway above my front door that I would climb up. I would somehow dig my fingers into the wall, and it would allow me to then raise my feet up, and I would dig my feet into the walls. And that would be climb time because I'd be hanging upside down from part of my apartment and whether anyone knows it or not, some of the marketing material is me hanging off the wall 
That's climb time. I had a shaved head. I took all the hair off last summer. That was, yeah, that was bag of hair season. Bag of hair season. I had a bag of hair I carried around with me for a Kept bit. Kept it like a dead pet fish. But th- uh, speaking about Thriftathon, so last summer we did a fundraiser to raise money for a hard drive. And um, also, I was just out of money because I was expected to have money, and then I never got the money that I should have had in the first place. Um, so we're actually having another thriftathon this year. We still don't have an exact date. We do have four picked out. It's either going to be like mid to late August or in September. And for those unfamiliar, it's a podcast live show, uh, a uh, sale, so a junk sale as well. And then as a part of that, the main piece of it is the music that goes into Thrifty Podcast. Those bands will be on stage. So far confirmed, Bluffs, the theme to our show for many reasons. They, Steve Barras, incredible incredible musician, new album out even soon, so there'll be new Bluffs out, but Bluffs is going to be there. Uh, I'm going to be there. Josh, probably 95 to 98% will be there, right? Probably. I'm, I'm we'll a hard in, yeah. A hard, hard in on that. So Josh will definitely be there as well. So we'll uh, – that's not the, the, the announcement that we should – we're going to announce the big announcement next month, but that's, that's an announcement that's, now. That's, an, uh, that's a pre-announcement. That's the teaser trailer Yeah. For, for what's to come. Yeah, that Thriftython is – like September, like yeah, late August, August September, somewhere around September there. We'll have area. a date later. But yeah, the other announcement is, is another definitely announcement. like first week of August, second at the latest. I feel like we're just fucking announcing announcements. Yeah, that's silly. I'll just move on it's from the it. School then. bulletins. Yeah, it's stupid shit. Like when people go on the announcements, like rah, rah, rah. yeah, that's stupid. I'll I'll can it. Thompson, your mom left pea soup in the fridge for you. At home. I won't I won't edit it out, but like we'll just stop it. It's a bit. <laughs> it's, it's a bit. But when we come back for our second act, we're going to uh, another edition of thrifty trivia trivia. That's when we each ask each other two different multiple-choice questions based on our thrift haul. Last week, Josh won with one point. So hopefully someone wins with more than one point, or at least I win, at least. A win's a win, brother. You get that W any way you can. Everybody's welcome, but if you walk away with the additional W, it's just bragging rights. We'll see who throws up the W in the second act. Stick around.
Hey ghouls, I'm Sarah. And I'm Amanda. And we host Ghoul on Ghoul, a supernatural, sex-positive horror comedy podcast that features first-person encounters with the paranormal. Do you get horny for Bigfoot? Do you think the Mothman statue in Point Pleasant, West Virginia has a tight butt? Oh, does he? It really does. <laughs> Google it. Google anyway, it. so if you are horny for ghosts, ghouls, vampires, UFOs, all things spooky and creepy, you should probably listen to Ghoul and Ghoul. You can listen on Libsyn, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. If you want to know what we're all about, you can find us on social media, Twitter, and Instagram at Ghoul at School Pod. We're also on Facebook. So if you want us to scare your pants off, take a listen to Ghoul and Ghoul. Goodbye. Okay, now it's on. Everybody's everybody chill out. Everybody chill out. Officially back. Officially back. Welcome to the second act of the show. Toddy here with Josh at Last Call Larkin on Instagram and Twitter. The new official change of your new life. On Twitter.com, the website. Twitter.com, the website. So, second half of the show. We always like to, to, to play a little game called Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. Before getting into it, Josh, you won last week with one point, and I have a question for you. Are you proud of that? <laughs> you keep making a big point out of the fact that it's only one point that I won by. There's only two possible points. 50% of the points. I got 50% of the possible overall points. The next game that we put together, we got to do more than two things. Now, this thing works for two things because they're long questions. And if there's two people on the show, there's usually four questions. There's like between three to five questions on the show every week, I'd say. And I think the next thing we have to do is something with more points. There's only two points in this thing. I love that you're so competitive that the second you get behind, you look. <laughs> I to have change, to find a new game to change the rules. You're the monopoly guy who's like, "Oh, guess what, guys? It's the Great Depression, so the bank takes all your money. Give it over." Anybody who owns a hotel officially it burnt down. Yeah, you're mm. the one hiding chance cards to pull them out later to really change the game. It's a bounce pass. Got to have faith in the follow through. That's all that is. Uh, so let's get, get right into it. Let's play another edition of Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. Check. One, two. Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. So for new listeners to the show, Thrifty Thrivia Trivia the game is based on the thrift haul collected in the episode, and each of us will ask two multiple-choice questions about the thrift haul, either loosely related or closely related, and it's A, B, C, and D is always what, Josh? D is always none of the above. So I'm going to start out this week with the first question. The first piece of the thrift haul today, we did discuss Elvin and the Chipmunks Season 8 VHS tapes. So this has to do with Elvin and the Chipmunks, this question. In 1990, after eight seasons, Elvin and the Chipmunks was canceled. 
before taking their final bow, the Chipmunks teamed up with what duo for the Drug Abuse Prevention Special Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue? So Elvin and the Chipmunks, before they took their bow, they did a drug prevention video with two famous cartoon characters. Really into drug prevention in that era? And I, it, I was six, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. So this is called Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. Who did the Chipmunks team up with? A, Garfield the Cat and Bugs the Bunny. B, Scruff McGruff Crime Dog and Smokey the Bear. C, The Tick, famous blue bug man, The Tick, and Doug Funny from the Nickelodeon show Doug. So The Tick and Doug, or D, none of the above. Again, A, Garfield and Bugs Bunny, B, Scruff McGruff and Smokey the Bear, C, The Tick and Doug, who did the chipmunks combine their powers with for the drug abuse prevention special called cartoon all-stars to the rescue and for those playing at home stop looking on google just play along see my immediate reaction i was waiting we kind of touched on it earlier but i was waiting especially with the title to the rescue mm-hmm. i was waiting for famed chipmunks chip and dale the rescue rangers uh, and the rescuers as well. Remember the rescuers? They were like mice that flew around on an albatross. They went down under. Those were probably the first pair of boobs that I saw. Uh, the hmm. subliminal boobs that they used to hide. Ah. There's a naked lady, and I think it's the rescuers. I don't know if it's down under or the regular one, but I know of these boobs because they were they're both flying on the back of the albatross. They go past like an apartment. They go past like an apartment building, and it's snowing. And we have boobs in the window. There's a naked lady in the window. I didn't see it as a child, but subliminally, you know, mm-hmm. like I didn't know to pause it back then. I saw sex in the Lion King, but sex in I the didn't Lion see that. King. Yeah, there's a lot of things in Disney movies. Yeah, um, was it Simba? Somebody like sighed and fell over, and Lion Simba King. plops down on plops. the cliff, and he's like, Huh, and he like, and the dust it, like, comes up, swooshes up, and it's like, whoosh, sex. Dust comes up, and in the dust it says X-E-X, better known as sex. Yeah, if you do it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this, with cartoon all stars, with Chip and Dale not coming to my rescue as an answer, mm-hmm. uh, I have to say McGruff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Smokey were really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, like, every year in school, McGruff came to school with, like, the Dare people. Mm-hmm. And, Do you like, remember the Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652? That was a whole thing. MDK? MDK all <laughs> fucking day. Scruff McGruff, <laughs> MDK, murder, death, kill. Whoop, whoop. Gang uh, affiliated. No. <laughs> Scruff McGruff, gang affiliated. I, probably nowadays, I mean, to sustain his lifestyle, I mean, he's really... Uh, but I think that's where I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see the other partnerships because, like, they're Nickelodeon. I think uh, Bugs and Fat Cat are both Warner Brothers. So, like, I can understand that. But, like, 
if you're in a situation and you need Garfield to rescue you, you're in trouble. You're in dire straits. Those two are fucking around. They are not doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tick and Doug, I could understand because Doug would probably turn into Quail Man and there would be a bit. But and being, he was it, like also just a regular kid, you know. Yeah, but being like the Reagan era and trying to get everybody off a of coke, I'm gonna go. <laughs> We had bigger problems than Doug could fix. (laughs) Everybody was on it. Uh, I'm going to go with with Smokey and McGruff. Um, McGuff. What the fuck was his name? Scruff McGruff and Smokey the (laughs) Bear. Yeah. That's uh, B. Uh, Before we get to the answer, uh, do you remember, speaking of Disney movies... Do you know? Do you know in Aladdin the good teenagers take off your clothes thing? Oh yeah, the genie. Yeah. Uh, also, there's the. How uh, do you know all these? I thought I was the only weirdo to like. I used to penis have penis on Little Mermaid cover. The, no, it's the uh, the priest in the Little Mermaid boner priest. Yeah, he's on got. The, why do we know this? The priest these has are the boner. Useless things to know. I mean, if it, I, it's trivia that we're playing, this useless knowledge comes. If you ask me. What Disney movie had a priest with a boner? The Little Mermaid. I could answer at least two out of the three of them that do. Yeah. Um. So it was Ariel marrying Eric on the sh- in on the boat, and the priest had a bone saw ready to just plop out there. And 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 rumors are it's his knee. I don't think that's where the knee is. If they don't put that in the live action remake, I'm giving it a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, the question was, the Chipmunks teamed up with what duo for the drug abuse prevention special cartoon all-stars? A, Garfield and Bugs Bunny. B, Scruff McGruff and Smokey the Bear. C, The Tick and Doug. D, none of the above. Josh had answered B, Scruff McGruff and Smokey the Bear. The correct answer is A, Garfield and Bugs Bunny. What a horrible combination. Like, yeah. Bugs, let's just get it right out there. He's a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, just rude to everybody, even mm-hmm. misogynistic to the the lady bunny, Lola bunny. Is that her name, Lola? Yeah. I never Lola knew bunny. That. from Space Jam. You mean that specific bunny? Yeah, Lola bunny. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but who's like, the misogynist now? <laughs> I mean, I knew she had a name. I didn't know what it was. But like Garfield, also kind of a prick. Uh, yeah. And kicks dogs, and always hungry. Sends Nermal off and like ships, ships a ships a pier in a box, just willy nilly. Because Nermal, I think, is cuter than Garfield. Oh yeah, that's that is the part. That's like she's the, cuter, and he's like he's like get out of here. Like, and there's a reason why he's always hungry for lasagna. There's a specific reason, and I think the drug abuse prevention special would disagree with his take. I cannot believe that Garfield comes to the rescue. Uh, Cartoon All-Stars come to the rescue. The the Elvin and the Chipmunks, Garfield and Bugs Bunny did the Cartoon All-Stars to the rescue special. That's like the West Coast Avengers. Just like <laughs> the West Coast Avengers. Who we have left. It's like, oh, we could get a better team, but... We don't have the licensing Elvin and the rights. Chipmunks is, is going to be canned 
So they keep dressing up like Batman and shit. We can't have that happen. Well, that makes sense, though, because Bugs was really, like, whoring himself out at the time, like, mm-hmm. on T-shirts with, like, his boxers hanging out. Oh, and yeah. just, like, mm-hmm. on every Baggy piece of merchandise. Pants. Yeah, every piece of merchandise you could get had a Looney Tune on it in some way, shape, or form. There were denim jeans that had Looney Tunes, like, stitched into the pockets and of them. And that's, like, some clothes that we come across, like the... The, the vintage 90s Looney Tunes stuff, super collectible, super marketable, and people pay big bucks for those. Because it's the Looney Tunes on the front and always like their ass on the back. So that that's pretty sick. So Garfield and Bugs Bunny. So hit me with your first trivia. All right. So we uh, our last item, you talked about our first. I'm going to talk about our last, the okay. German Lord of the Rings book. German Lord of the Rings book. Uh, now, you confess to me that you've never read Lord of the Rings as in, a book. In all honesty, I have not read Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, which is most people read one of the two. I haven't either, just yeah. putting it out there. But I have seen the movie, which you haven't. I have. But, oh, I've you've seen, seen the movie, okay. yeah. So everybody knows uh, that kind of launched Vigo. Mm-hmm. You know, Vigo uh, got real famous after that. But originally, they started filming Lord of the Rings with a different Vigo. Uh, so who was originally cast and started filming Lord of the Rings as, as Aragorn? As Aragorn. Uh, was it A, Sean Penn, B, Colin Farrell, mm. C, Christian Bale, or D, none of the above. Aragon. The first one was again. A, Sean Penn. B, Colin Farrell. C, Christian Bale. D, nothing. D, none of them. Somebody else. Uh, it's so easy for me to say it wasn't Christian Bale. But it very well could be. Because at the time, this was a while ago. So this was before... Before everything. This was, uh, I think, yeah, it was probably like American Psycho, Christian Bale. Like yeah. when he was starting his good guy turn after mm-hmm. Patrick Bateman. Yeah, Patrick Bateman was full heel, and then he went to the Dark Knight. But in there was where this is. That was a tricky answer. That one, I feel like, I feel like it's either the right answer or the furthest from the right. So maybe I'll just not pick that one. Um, Sean Penn doesn't seem likely, though. That could be strange. Colin Farrell is the one that my ears poked up on. And again, I've seen the films. I have not read the books, if we're going to be honest. They're really boring. I started, I, I told you, I started to read it, but it's really, really slow. Yeah, I'm sure it's fantastic to some folks, which is cool. So if you enjoy that, very cool. Great for you. I just never got enough interest to pick those up. Um, uh, okay, so I'm either thinking it's B or D because all of those either seem very likely or not likely to me. You've always got a tendency to think that I'm messing with you on D. Like, oh, you're not the only one. I think everybody's messing with me. I know. You, you're always like... <laughs> I'm always, uh, I'm always curious to people. You've got a, an inclination towards the D, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes I have an inclination towards the D. Um, 
Okay, 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 okay. So Sean Penn. I'm going to go B, Colin Farrell. That's my answer. All right. B, Colin Farrell. I would actually pay good money to watch any movie, and there might be one out there. The Brainiacs can probably let us know. Neon Brainiacs. Our resident movie experts. And I don't know if Sean Penn has ever wielded a sword in a movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But he wasn't cast originally. Uh, neither was Christian Bale. Uh, uh-huh. I think he might have been full on committed to Batman, but Colin Farrell wasn't either. Oh, it was so, D. It is D. None That's of the good above. That's a good. But those three there, I respect that. I respect I respect this loss. It's a good pull, and I think yeah. the three of them have probably all been in movies together. But mm-hmm. the other guy, I don't even know if he's still acting because I think the only movies he ever got is because he was married to Charlize Theron. Stuart Townsend mm-hmm. was the original Aragorn, and he is D because I knew if that name was in there, you'd be like, See, that's a good thing. Who the hell is that yeah, guy? Yeah, no, I, I like in theory, I know, but if that was like that guy and two other two or two other people, it'd be like, well, come on. If I put come on a picture of Stuart Townsend up and two guys from Indiana, yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell me which one <laughs> of the three of them was Stuart Townsend. No, uh, he was in like Dorian Gray, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. a bunch of movies with Charlize Theron, and, and that's basically are. it. Okay, so skunked. Both got skunked here. We got one more though. We got yeah. an opportunity. Somebody get 50% could fifty percent of this. Somebody could win with, with one, one point. point. Glass I, half full, glass half empty. And we'll see on the next episode how hard you get mocked if you win on the one point. Yeah. Um. So we had the Seagram's Coolers Super Tickets, twenty four years of the Super Bowl poster. Um, which will be a centerpiece in the thrifty gift shop, the Brick Body Boys. So this question comes from that. The San Francisco 49ers beat the Cincinnati Bengals 20-16 to in Super Bowl 32. Who sang the national anthem to begin the night's festivities? Oh. So this would be Super Bowl... You know, you know, I know I wrote that incorrectly. This is Super Bowl 23. I was going to say, I was like, 32 is not even on the poster. All right. Um, so this is 23. All right, 23, so that's 89? Okay. Yeah, so the 49ers beat the Bengals 20 to 16 in Super Bowl 23, but as you can see right here, I wrote 32. That's incorrect. Um, so I'm wrong there, minus a half a point. So who sang the, who sang the national anthem at that Super Bowl? A, Gloria Estefan. B, Billy Joel. C, Bob Dylan. Or D, none of the above. Okay, so I don't think... 1989 Super Bowl, the national anthem. Gloria Estefan, Billy Joel, Bob Dylan, or nobody. I don't think Dylan is a Super Bowl guy, mm-hmm. although... Fair. Uh, I know Dylan was hard up for money at a point in time in the 80s. I don't know if it was late or early, uh, but I'm going to rule him out on mm-hmm. the Super Bowl appearance. Uh, what a downer of a, a national anthem Bob Dylan would sing, or, or he would sing. Um, Maybe he did keys, though. 
Maybe he played keyboard. Maybe. He didn't do, he, maybe he didn't do guitar. Maybe. Maybe Billy Joel did the keys. Maybe uh, he was, Maybe Billy Joel slammed keys. Yeah, and then. Which would be sick. Got slammed a few beers and then slammed a few mm-hmm. cars. Or Gloria uh, Stefan. I think that's actually where I'm going to go. Uh, 89, a hot year mm-hmm. for Gloria Stefan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's where I'm going to go. I think Gloria or Stefan. Or none of these. It could be none of these. We've already seen one D on this show. There always is the D. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to go Gloria Stefan. I know she sang at some point in time at some Super Bowl. I don't know if it was a halftime show. But there's a memory of that somewhere. And so I'm just going to lean on that mm-hmm. and go with Gloria Stefan as A. Okay. So the 49ers beat the Bengals 20-16 to in Super Bowl 23. Who sang the national anthem? A, Gloria Stefan, which Josh went. B, Billy Joel. C, Bob Dylan. D, none of the above. The correct answer is Billy Joel. Wow. Billy Joel. That was probably... I don't hate that question. I thought that question was fun. Yeah, I enjoy that, and I enjoy Billy Joel. Like, I will rag on Billy Joel, but... There was actually an entire history class where our teacher just played We Didn't Start the Fire mm-hmm. and told us to take notes. M- you remember my 30th birthday? We just banged out Billy Joel on my TV YouTube in the attic I used to live in. Oh, man. And we played uh, Beanbag Toss. Not be- Yeah, we played Beanbag Toss because that was a thrift find that week. We got uh, – that was a very fuzzy, hazy, I think another whiskey night. Yeah, that probably was. Dave and Buster's. The arcade house of Dave and Buster's. Yeah, you played a video game that was off for a solid minute and a half before realizing it was oh, off. Oh, do you remember that video where I was jumping up and down and the game wasn't even playing? I still have that video, brother. Dude, that's a good one. You should send me that one. We'll that's save that. Cool. We'll save that for something. Uh, so, yes. So, Gloria so Stefan saying. skunked. Well, I might get skunked here, too. Yeah. Uh well, this one, uh, we're going to go back to the not Tom Cruise figure, Jonathan the Knight of New Kids on the Block Tom fame. Not Tom Cruise figure. Uh, you mentioned your sister was a New Kids on the Block fan, and yeah. hopefully she played it loud enough for you to hear. Yeah, 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 I know some songs. All right, well, this question is about New Kids on the Block lyrics. Okay, so Ooh, I may... Okay. I'm going to give you a New Kid on the Block lyric. This is a good question, by the way. And I want you to pick the song mm-hmm. that this lyric is from. Uh, I will not sing this. Okay. So the lyric is, Hey, girl, can't you see? I've got to have you all just for me. Girl, yes, it's true. No one else will ever do. Beautiful. So is that from A, My Favorite Girl... B, step by step. C, you got the right stuff. Or D, none of the above. And for anybody. I don't think it's step by step. Step by step was different. Anybody who who does not have the visual uh, line that I do, Todd closed his eyes. <laughs> yes, I did. Just for a second. Well, I want to see the boys dancing behind this. And ran through the dance move that would coordinate with this yeah. lyric. Yeah, no, I really did. And immediately rolled out step by step and went, no, no, no. And it's I not. remember step by step. Uh... So is it A, my favorite girl, B, step by step, C, you got the right stuff, which every time I try to sing Weird Al, 
pops in with the Oreo song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shout then out D, Weird Al. None of the above. Weird Al gang affiliated. Um, I really think, I really think it's C. I really think it's C. So C, this is the lyric in "You Got the Right Stuff." Hey girl, you can't got you the see? Right stuff. I've got to have you all just for me. Girl, yes, it's true. No one else will ever do. First and foremost, I think it's the narrative is why I say that. And, I, again, this is where I'm thinking. This is not fact. This is only facts in my head. The narrative to the line you fed me was of someone confident and consensually dominant in saying, highlighting somebody's features. That's because I read it in my Jeff Goldblum voice. Hot guy. Known hot guy Jeff Goldblum. Just exudes all three of those things. But uh, See, you got the right stuff. Okay. So, hey girl, can't you see? I've got to have you all just for me. Girl, yes, it's true. Toddy got this question wrong. <laughs> Why did you say true and then I got it wrong? Because I was still reading the lyrics. Yeah, and I okay. Just changed the end what of it. is it? Uh, it's actually step by step. Nah. The most confident that you ruled out. Uh, That's this, stupid. We're gonna listen to this. We can't put it into the podcast because yeah, we, we won't have a yeah. podcast because uh, these guys are still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is it, step by step. But that yeah, that was the banger. I didn't know that, I guess. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I was more so nobody got anything right on this episode. No, but uh No earlier, one got anything right on this episode. You deducted yourself a half a point earlier of your own volition. So I'm gonna call it a win on zero points. I'll take it. So okay, so in the past two weeks, I have scored so four questions in two weeks. I have scored negative what did I say? A half a point? Negative yeah. a point? So ne- I have scored negative because I even botched asking my one of my questions. Well, this is – we changed the equation. We used to play a game on the way back where it was 50-50. Oh, yeah. And now that it's 25 – we we suck. But yeah, so we added another question. I think next game we just add another question. If any listener is out there who's on a hot streak, who is, like, banging these out without cheating like Greg and Ben do, yeah. if they can let we us know. We know who you are, Greg and Ben. Yeah, Greg and Ben are obviously Googlers. Uh, You're not Adriana from Podcoin, Greg No, you don't get that. You don't <laughs> You don't get the the, the we love you shout out. We know you're cheating. We love you, but we know you're cheating. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if if you're on a hot streak, let us know because we <laughs> somebody need, has to be. Is I think your point. Yeah, someone we, has to know. We need your moral support on how to get through these hard times. Nice guy, Lex, on the show last week. Nothing, no points. No, and I I thought I tossed him a softball with some some sports questions. Yeah. So uh, zip. We got zip. So we're uh, in thrifty fashion. We're having a, a pretty good second act of the show. We don't have to win to be successful in life. I do, personally. Not particularly in this game, but in life, I'd like to win sometimes. Well, that's true. (laughs) I've already procreated so I can live vicariously through my offspring and watch it be successful while I shrivel and die. Just waiting to die. I'm just... 
look, I, I took care of you. I'm eventually going to shit my pants. You take care of me here. <laughs> I'll take care of you when you shit your pants. When I'm old enough, you take care of me when I shit my pants. I got no backbone here. <laughs> That's basically is, is parenthood is an insurance policy for shitting your pants in 70 years. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess when I'm old enough, I'll be shitting my own pants and just sitting in it. I have no offspring, no plants, barely parents. You I have barely parents. You and I will be on a porch swing somewhere shitting our pants together, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So that was this week's episode. A special thanks to Commonwealth Press, uh, Softest Shirts in America. I say that they don't. CWPress.com. Order 50 shirts. You get 12 for free by using the promo code thrifty cwpress.com promo code thrifty also a shout out to steve bears of bluffs bluffs.bandcamp.com alternate reality the theme to our show for many reasons i thank them all the time steve bears uh, will be at thrifty thon too so i hope uh everybody's anxious about those dates i am because i have yet to decide and i have no idea what plans are going to be. And that's the and that's where we are with that, but uh uh summer will roll on. Um we have a, a lot of cool stuff coming up. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed on iTunes, give us uh subscribe there. Give us a five-star review. We're looking for those five-star reviews um because they're they're better than four better than three better than two and equal to one one or five that's all i'm looking for if you're gonna give a star they're free stars you know if you're giving out halloween candy and you don't have to pay for it give them five bars yeah give them a whole chocolate bar or just a straight up razor blade that's what i'm looking for yeah it's a fun-sized razor blade for a whole bar and for those of you who don't get cut on halloween Get roast.